Hi, we're Grace and Clara, here to shake up the world of women's health. We know firsthand how intimidating it can be to speak up when it comes to issues like your menstrual cycle or menopause. That's why we created Unprocessed, a weekly podcast where we dive into every aspect of women's health, from mental well-being to physical nutrition. We're here to ask the burning questions and encourage us all to advocate for ourselves. So get ready for some smart, cheeky and witty discussions about all things women's health. Grace, I've got a question for you today. Yes. So there's been a few articles come out and this is, you know, this has been over the course of about a month now with different celebrities talking about their diets and it's quite controversial. Had Gwyneth Paltrow saying that she basically has bone broth as her entire diet. Rebel Wilson and coffee, was I think it was. And coffee, and coffee. Definitely don't forget the coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Hilary Duff says she often doesn't eat. If she has yeah. a big event to go to, have you oh. have you been following any of this? I have, and if I'm going to be honest, I'm sick of it. There is a difference between healthy and skinny, and I wish we could all stop making comments on women's bodies. Why do women have to be scrutinized like this? And then also, they have to justify it as well. It's frustrating. And I am not a skinny woman. I am a curvy woman, and I am a healthy woman. And same as you. So why are we putting these women on pedestals with their unhealthy diets? And I also want to make note, bone broth and coffee or rice cakes and starving yourself isn't sustainable. Your body needs mm. energy. I mean, I still feel like I'm a 40-year-old woman. I've I've battled my weight my whole life. So I'm never going to be able to say that I think I was always in a healthy mindset around food. I feel like it's been a battle and it's a battle I don't want to have and it's a battle that I don't want to perpetuate for my child. So I'm really conscious now around what I eat in front of her and what she is eating, obviously. I've I've spoken about a lot. You know, she's only seven months old, so for her food is actually fun at the moment and it's not really a source of nutrition. But what she is tasting and trying now, I'm adding spices. I'm adding, I'm trying to build a palate. I'm trying to get her to understand that food is enjoyable and it should be an enjoyable experience that we all share. So she sits in front of us. We eat as a family right from seven months old. She sees what I'm eating. I'm eating healthy foods or not even healthy foods. I'm just eating whole foods. So I I really wish we'd take away even this healthy food attitude because it's almost like saying something is good and something is bad and giving it this power over you that really food shouldn't have that. Food is exactly what you said. It's a nourishing part of your life. So growing up, I had Dolly and Girlfriend magazines oh. and having those to flick through gave me massive issues with my body and it didn't come down to the food I ate. It came down to the clothes I wear because I don't look like those women in those magazines. So I'm going to wear the baggiest dress possible Mm. to hide my figure because I know that's not attainable. Now we have even more content thrown at us and our teenagers and children. Mm. So on TikTok and Instagram, it's like we can't escape it. I just can't comprehend why we put skinny on this pedestal and now with the ozempic conversation as well Mm. and that floating around it's getting scary that these celebrities are injecting themselves with ozempic and there's diabetes patients out there that are now left with no medication 
because these celebrities are taking it to look skinny. I think it's also the lack of awareness and lack of consequence. So, you know, everyone in our society is still looking for that quick fix. So, yep. you know, Ozenpec, the the reason they take Ozenpec is it's a, it, they see it as a quick fix. As you said, it has consequences for people that actually need the medication, but it also mm. has consequences to your body as well. So it can lead to um, nausea. It can lead to quite severe nausea. So I think Amy Schumer was given Ozenpec recently and she said that she was so nauseous she couldn't play with her son. We really need to you know, dig deeper and do investigation before we start just jumping on the celebrity bandwagon. Hey, it's Grace here. Just want to quickly interrupt the episode to say it's time to start nourishing you. Join the eight-week program and get eight weeks of easy, delicious meal plans with full shopping lists. And at $5.50 or under per serve, it couldn't be more affordable to eat healthy. Each week, we'll give you a range of meals to cook that are quick and easy to prepare with minimal waste. You don't have to be a master chef to enjoy these nutritious meals. Plus fun online workouts, mentoring from industry experts, and access to our exclusive sleep school. Spots are limited. Join now. Now let's get back into the episode. We should really kick off today's episode quite excited yes. for the next guest because I think this is something that every female can relate to. So we're talking around hormone health and hormone balancing. I think this is one of my favorite conversations we've had on the pod, Clara, because I learned so much about my skin and my hormones and my body. It's a great conversation as we sit down with Mel, who is a functional nutritionist consultant, a certified clinical EFT practitioner, and the founder and visionary behind Seed Cycle. I think we talked about um, in our last episode with sleep, we talked about uh, cycling and how we go through a certain cycle. So she really can explain to us how we go through this cycling and how she uses seeds and how she's utilised seeds to really bring about um, quite a lot of changes in a female's hormone health so you know from everything from being able to regulate your menstrual cycle to being able to understand your fertility more so you know once you've regulated your cycle you kind of really do get to understand when you're ovulating but also this ties into everything so you know your mental health knowing Mm -hmm. when you're when you're really going to be on your game and you're energetic and you're ready for stuff versus when you're kind of sleepy you're a little bit anxious, you're not too sure what's, you know, what kind of conversation you're going to be able to happen. So it's great for when, you know, utilizing it in work for females, understanding when they're going to be really on their game and when they might just want to have one of those days where it's just typing emails and just doing some board reports or, you know, doing something really boring in the background. So she's, it's a really interesting conversation. I'm really excited to kick it off. Mel, welcome to the pod. We are so excited to have you join us today. So what was the catalyst that led you to start Seed Cycle? So my background is in functional nutrition and I'm also an EFT tapping practitioner, which is a whole other story. Um, But basically (laughs) I was working with clients one-on-one and it's like we were doing all the right things. They were making beautiful food choices. We were using the EFT tapping to get to the underlying, um, I guess, root cause of um, what may have been causing the emotional eating or that the habits that um, they wanted to change. Uh, but it just seemed like there was a puzzle piece missing. And I remember there was a client in particular who the goal was weight loss and 
it's like she'd be going really, really well. And then it would get to that time of the month and everything would just fall apart. Cravings would hit PMS, um, anxiety. So I knew that there was a hormone imbalance going on and I'm such a believer in food as medicine. And so I just started researching, like, what can I, what can I, what can we add in to support her hormones? And I came across seed cycling and I think the first person that I saw was speaking about this was Dr. Brighton um, from the US. So she's a hormone expert and she was talking about how she prescribes seed cycling to help women get off the pill and how the nutrients help balance out estrogen, progesterone. And I was like, this is really cool. And so the more I researched, the more it was kind of like ticking off all the boxes for me. It's an intuitive practice. It's using food as medicine. You are, and and I think this is one of the key things. You're adding something in to help. Uh, I think when it comes to nutrition and health, it's like, oh, we have to remove gluten. We have to mm-hmm. remove um, dairy. It's like, and, and yes, those things help. But, you know, when you look at food um, coming from a place of abundance rather than scarcity, it just, um, it just changes the mindset. So I was like, yes, let's focus on what we can add. What, what can we eat? Uh, and so then I started, and also there was, there's a, a big body of research to support the function of the seeds and the nutrients in regards to women's hormones. Um, so it was like tick, tick, tick. Um, and then I started using it with my clients. It was just one more thing we added in. Um, I was pregnant at the time, but I do also um, remember that um, my sister-in-law, she was actually the first little <laughs> guinea pig of mine because she had just come <laughs> off the pill. Um, she'd come off the pill. Uh, she was struggling with some hormonal acne. Her, um, period hadn't returned. And, um, so I was like, I'm going to get you to take these seeds. <laughs> um, this is how many you got to take. And then that's where the bake mixes came from. Cause she was like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to use them. I'm like, what if I bake up a brownie and I'll cut it up into, you know, have all the seeds in it and it's, and it'll have all the other healthy ingredients and I'll just cut it up and you'll have one each day. And that's going to be your daily dose of like that therapeutic dose of seeds. Uh, and then within a couple months, her period regulated, her skin cleared up beautifully. She was just feeling so great. And I was like, wow, um, who else can we try this on? And then over the course of a couple of years, it was just one more thing, another tool, I guess, another technique that I would use with clients. And it was great. You know, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to nutrition and health, it's never one thing, you know, it's all, mm. it's all the puzzle pieces. Um, but it seemed like, uh, and I know this now for our customers, like seed cycling was that missing puzzle piece for a lot of people. Uh, and then what I, what was happening, um, there was a couple of clients who I knew seed cycling would really help. They were doing all the other amazing things. Uh, I had one client who was like, Mel, I just, what seeds are they again? I keep forgetting and I keep forgetting mm. to buy them. And you t- told me I have to grind them up and it's all too hard. So then I was like, what if I grind them up for you? <laughs> I'll, um, I'll package them up and I'll deliver them to your door each month. So then all you have to do is pop it onto your breakfast and then it's sorted. Um, so that's really where the idea came from. Um, I just wanted to help out my clients really. And my husband was the one I was telling him about it because I was trying to source certified organic mm. seeds mm-hmm. that I could use. 
for my <laughs> for these packs that I was creating and um, he was the one who um, he came back and he did some research on it because he's like what are you doing um, and then he came back and said to me this is a really good idea Mel I'll I'll let's start a whole nother business out of it I'll invest uh, and let's yeah let's do it so then within once he said that um, and kind of opened up my mind to this possibility. Within a couple of months, we just hit the ground running. So for instance, I'm on the pill and I would love to get off it. I absolutely hate being on it. But would seed cycle be something I use to get off the pill to balance my hormones or is seed cycle more for like a fertility journey? Yeah, so absolutely. It's such a beautiful way to support your hormones while you're on the pill and support your body while getting off. And that's exactly what Dr. Brighton was using it for with her um, clients. Um, so what we recommend is that you start seed cycling a couple months before you get off the pill. Um, and this is giving your body all those beautiful nutrients that are in the seeds, but also the rhythm, your body then remembers um, that cycle. And then um, what we know now is that when we are seed cycling uh, prior to getting off, once we get off the pill, you continue seed cycling. It supports your period to come back. Um, it supports your estrogen and progesterone levels. And then uh, you, so basically the way it works when you are, because the question I get asked was like, how do I seed cycle yeah. when I'm on the pill? Um, this is where sometimes I can lose people because it sounds a bit woo-woo, but stick with me because <laughs> I promise it's cool. Um, I'm all about the woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> you seed cycle using the moon phases. Uh, and so the moon phases oh. mimic a 28-day cycle, which is uh, approximately the same as a menstrual cycle. Um, and so what you're doing is you're having phase one. Um, and so I'll explain because some people are probably like at this point, what, is, what are you talking about? Uh, phase one for seed cycling is basically you're just having pumpkin seed and flax seed and you're having it ground up. You're having one tablespoon of each each day. Our, our packet, we've... Um, done it all for you and we've mixed it up uh, and so you're adding that to your smoothie or to your porridge or to a salad uh, and so when you are seed cycling to help you get off the pill or if your cycle's irregular or maybe you're going through menopause or post-menopause you're having phase one from a new moon to a full moon and you're just having that one um, we have one scoop each day and then phase two which is sesame seed and sunflower seed from a full moon um, back to a new moon and so that's mimicking that 28 day cycle and then once you get off or once your um, cycle's regular then you're having phase one in your follicular phase so from the first day of your period to day 14 or ovulation and then you're having phase two from ovulation back to day one um, of your period. Uh, and so that's how a lot of the time when I was working with clients, we would start using the moon phases because they didn't have a regular cycle. And then after a couple of months, their cycle would regulate, they would be ovulating, um, and then we would move them to um, using their own cycle. Take a step back for us. So what exactly <laughs> is seed cycling? So is it just those two phases or is there numerous seeds you take? How does it all work? Yep, it's super simple. It's four seeds um, and there may be seeds that you 
already have in your pantry. Uh, and the concept behind it is that these seeds carry important vitamins, minerals, mm. essential fatty acids that support the production and elimination of key hormones, estrogen and progesterone. And what right. we know is when our estrogen and progesterone are out of balance, that's when we see those symptoms, the heavy periods, the hormonal acne, the mood, <laughs> the mood swings. Um, it just, everything's harder. <laughs> Um, but but when we support the body to balance out those hormones, which we're doing with the nutrients in the seeds, uh, those symptoms go away, which is pretty amazing. And I think, you know, this brings on like just um, – it's it's such a rabbit hole but really like we were t- you know I know for myself like when it came to my period um and learning about it it was like I didn't even know that there was a menstrual cycle I thought it was just like you bleed and then also I didn't you know it was more like oh it's normal that you have these pains it's normal that you feel moody um and to some to some extent yes we do feel different in different phases but it you know it's it might be common um but it's not normal to have those um, those really um, horrible symptoms. So does this, um, one of the things that you just touched on was you said that this, then you start to ovulate. So does this help you start, so if people are um, unsure of their ovulation, because some people think that, you know, is the 14 days, but then they start doing a lot of these ovulation trackers, they find out they're actually outside of that window. Does that start to make that more regular so that, you know, when it does come to conception and when you are looking to try to have a baby, you can start to manipulate it so that it becomes more regular? Yeah. And actually one of uh, the early clients that I was using seed cycling for uh, fell pregnant uh, a couple months after seed cycling. And she was like, wow. no, I think it was the seeds. <laughs> I think it was the seed cycling. And that, at that point I was just like, oh, maybe like, but how cool is that? But now, um, oh my goodness, I can't even tell you how many messages we get um, from women saying, you know, we'll get like, I get pregnancy test um, photos or like Oof. the little ultrasound photos. Wow. And, you know, they, 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 they're telling us that the seed cycling helped. And what we do know is that the seeds do encourage ovulation. They encourage cervical, cervical mucus. Uh, and, uh, and obviously then that supports fertility. And I know fertility, you know, and fertility issues, it's really complex. Um, and we mm. always say you need to be working with, um, a, a expert, um, at seed cycling alongside can, and, and can complement those other things that you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's with everything. Um, as you said, there's a complexity to a lot of these issues. Mm. Yeah. But the more tools that you have in your arsenal to help you, and there just might be that one thing that really kind of helps click it over and becomes um, fertile is what I was going to say. Not to coin a pun, but, yeah, it becomes, you know, a lot easier for you. So besides fertility, hormonal issues and imbalances that show up like heavy periods, weight gain, acne, can seed cycling help with that? Because for me, when I have 
I had really bad acne and that's why I went on the pill. And now that's why I'm nervous to go off the pill and would love some assistance to just make sure that I'm not getting all those massive breakouts again. Our hormones are very sensitive and there are so many things, um, especially in today's world, that throw them out of balance. Um, And to answer your question, yes, speed cycling at its core, it supports your estrogen and your progesterone balance, which is often the reason for those symptoms that you just mentioned, the weight gain, the uh, the hormonal act. It's often that um, women are put on the pill and um, and similarly, like I had a client who was on the pill um, and didn't want to be um, and but didn't ha- wasn't given any other options. Um, and seed cycling, along with working with a practitioner, whether it's a functional health, uh, nutrition or a naturopath or someone that's going to support you one-on-one, is just such a powerful tool um, to support your hormones. So obviously contraception is widespread. Um, and to Grace's point, a lot of people are put on contraception, not just for contraception. They're put on it for weight gain or they're put on it for acne or I don't know what your viewpoint is on contraception, but how does that play with our hormones? Um, and is it something that you believe that there's outside help for before you go down that route? Yeah. I just finished watching a documentary called The Business of Birth Control, and I would highly recommend um, watching that. Um, it's quite confronting what they're saying hits home Um, and what we do know about the pill particularly is that it disrupts it stops actually our body's natural rhythm it stops ovulation um, and it suppresses progesterone and I think a lot of us weren't told that that it completely shuts down Mm -hmm. (laughs) ovulation and progesterone Mm -hmm. and then you know people ask me why is progesterone important um and what we do know about progesterone is that it does have a calming effect on our nervous system Um, and when we have a progesterone deficiency it can lead to anxiety irritability insomnia um so yeah it's quite concerning um that a lot of us don't know this information and I think Mm -hmm. that I know for myself if I had known um, that um, that's what the pill does um, and the importance of having a cycle and a rhythm Mm -hmm. the the importance of ovulation um, and for me and we also know that there is um, a brain and ovulation communication and so when we're shutting that down it's like I think of like if you don't use it you lose it yeah. <laughs> um so if you're not mm-hmm. if that that communication isn't happening for years and years and years um yeah it, it, it can take your body a while to remember that pathway and and for your brain to learn how to communicate with um with your ovaries again and and then to start ovulating so yeah, you know, I think I'm learning more about this as um, as we all are, I think. Um, but, I, yeah, I would definitely recommend if this is something that you want to learn more about, the business of birth control documentaries is a good one. My generation very much so, um, you go in at 15 or 16 and really at that time it's all around trying to control acne and it's trying to control and it's trying to control you know period pain and all of this kind of stuff and as to your point mel 
a lot of people just say, well, that's, that's normal. That's what it's like being a female. And there were no other options. So it's really nice that some of this kind of, these conversations are happening and, you know, seed cycling is an option and it's, you know, it's these tools in Arsenal. I've got a five month old baby, I, who, baby girl who, when it comes to her, you know, when she's 15 and 16, I want to be able to have these kind of conversations and go, well, actually contraception's not the be all and end all. There's other options that we can go down and other routes. Yeah. And then there's, you know, there's people and it doesn't have to be all, it doesn't have to be one side or the other. You know, I have, we have customers um, who have endometriosis Mm. and the pill really helps them uh and but then they're also seed cycling um to um and that rhythm of the moon also helps them so you know i think sometimes as well when we start having these conversations it it can feel a little bit all or nothing but i think that there um and and other medications as well um, i'm thinking about menopause um mm. you know we can do we can do things that may seem contradictory but are actually complementing how does it work for menopause? Yeah, so again, um, often um, at perimenopause and obviously menopause, um, their cycles may be irregular. So we're seed cycling using the moon phases. And often when it comes to those menopause symptoms, it can be excess estrogen, um, which the liver and the body is um, struggling to um eliminate so the seeds and the nutrients in the seeds so when um, when i'm talking about the nutrients this is where um, it gets really cool so like um, black seeds are phytoestrogens uh, um, they contain lignans there's omega-3 fatty acids there's zinc um, there's magnesium there's selenium Uh, there are all these nutrients which support your body and the fibers in the seeds as well like lots of customers tell us like within um, the first month they notice their gut Um, you know i'm going to the bathroom more regularly i know you don't want to know that but it's really feeling it's good or like my skin feels so much clearer and that's all those beautiful fibers and the nutrients and so um, when we support our body to particularly in, in menopause is um to eliminate that excess estrogen then that has a, an effect on those symptoms and then post menopause continuing the seed cycling continuing that that cyclical way of living and that rhythm um, is just um, is really powerful and can be a really great way to yes be of support in that post-menopause during menopause you obviously have different symptoms like hot flushes and stuff like that so do you have to adjust the seed like the amount of seed cycling you have or take different seeds because it's like a different phase of your life yeah we always work with the four key seeds um there will be times where i'll suggest to someone to take half a dose um and that's often sometimes um if you have ibs or gut issues the full dose of phase one and we're talking about two tablespoons so not much but you know we might say just one tablespoon um, and build it up um, can be really helpful um, and there's been a couple times like I had one client say, say to me I'm loving it but I feel like I need three times as much and I'm like go for it you know so like it's that's where I say like it's an intuitive practice um, and but when we're talking about seed cycling as a practice um, the therapeutic dose is the two tablespoons Do you mind taking us through what each of those seeds do? So for phase one, the pumpkin seed and flax seed, they're supporting your estrogen levels in the first phase of the cycle. So um, so that's from day one of your period to day 
14. Uh, and often uh, what happens when we are supporting our estrogen levels in our first phase, then we move into our second phase and then that sets us up for healthy progesterone production. So phase two, sesame and sunflower, we're supporting our progesterone production. And it's interesting, um, I mentioned like within the first month, uh, a lot of clients um, will tell us, oh, my skin just feels so clear and bright. Mm -hmm. And um, sunflower seeds in particular are really high in vitamin E. Um, So I think that that that's where they're seeing those skin benefits. So it's almost like, so you're telling me I'm spending all this money on skincare and it's not worth it. I should be taking seeds. <laughs> oh, well, it's never one thing, you know, but yeah, it's just, uh, oh, it, it just makes so much sense, right? You know, and I think sometimes we just think that we're smarter than nature. You know, we try to extract and, you know, and alter and um, whereas this is just using ground up seeds and we grind them up so your body can absorb the nutrients. Um, and one of the other benefits uh, that I didn't realize until I started learning more about our menstrual cycles, the phases and hormone health is that it, um, to seed cycle, you need to track your cycle. And okay. there's so much benefit in tracking your cycle, in understanding your cycle, understanding how you feel in each phase, um, knowing when you are ovulating uh, and, and that rhythm. Um, yeah. And for me, that's been a game changer just in my health, but also like in my business, uh, because now I know that when I'm ovulating, doing a talk like this is going to be way easier. I'm going to feel more articulate. I'm going to feel shiny. I'm going to feel energetic. <laughs> Whereas if I'm in my pre-menstrual luteal phase, I'm going to have more anxiety. It's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit harder. Um, it, I'm not, and often before this, I, I would get off, I would get off a talk or a call in my pre-menstrual and I would make it mean something about me. Oh, I'm not good at this. I'm never going to be good at this. I'm, you know, <laughs> there's something wrong with me. Whereas now I know just because I'm in this phase, it was a little bit harder, but you know, in a fortnight's time, I'm going to feel shiny and <laughs> Like I've got this again. So you mentioned, um, I read on your website, I did a bit of deep dive and I'm really curious about this. You said you're an EFT practitioner and I was wondering if you could share what that is and how it's connected to helping your clients with their hormonal issues. Yeah, so EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Um, It's more commonly known as tapping, and it involves using your fingers to tap on different acupressure points on your face and your body. Uh, And again, um, this, you know, when I'm introducing people to tapping, similar to seed cycling, um, sometimes it's like, oh, that's all a bit weird. Um, um, But um, EFT uh, is used by some of the world's leading trauma experts. There is so much science. I think there's over 300 peer-reviewed studies on it now. We know it reduces cortisol by 42%, so a huge amount. I always knew when I, even when I, with my own personal journey with nutrition, you can know, you know, I can give someone the best meal plan or, you know, I can know everything there is to know about nutrition. Um, But um, if I have beliefs around food, around my body, if I have um, habits, uh, then 
it doesn't work. Um, so I always knew we needed the combination and I always knew that, and, and EFT was something that really helped me. Uh, and so when it comes to hormones, um, and how EFT helps with hormones, it is really comes down to that cortisol. Um, we know that cortisol affects our estrogen, um, and it can also, um, often high cortisol can often cause high estrogen, um, excess estrogen. Um, and so yes, the seed cycling, can help your body eliminate that, but also um, that kind of part. another puzzle piece is that why is the cortisol high and addressing that and what can we do mm-hmm. to help our bodies bring that cortisol down. So, yeah, EFT is great. Um, there is a really great app um, now by uh, the Tapping Solution, which gives you like nine, ten-minute um, tapping meditations. Um, so I always send people there. But it's something that, you, yes, um, absolutely working with a qualified EFT practitioner um, is really important. But, you know, for me, I came across EFT on a podcast, Googled it, um, it gives you some instructions and I just, it was something I used for years myself, never told anyone. It was like my little secret. My husband only found out when I was in labor with my daughter and I was tapping because <laughs> I was in so much pain and so scared. And then after he was like, what were you doing? <laughs> that was weird. Um, and he said, but it really it looked like it really helped you. Um, and so, you know, it's something that you can do yourself in the moment when you are feeling stressed, when you're feeling anxious, um, maybe, you know, someone upset you you can take yourself away um, tap through the points and you can feel you can feel that cortisol going down you can go from like a 10 out of 10 anxious to a two um, you know within a couple minutes um, it's it's a really incredible practice EFT is actually uh, coming up quite a lot in quite a few of our discussions I think stress is obviously one of the biggest factors in hormonal and hormonal balances um, and then it also is a determining factor in, you know, it can, you know, if you've got period pain, it can actually make it worse. If you've got acne, it can make it worse. So it is one of those things. Does seed does cycling help with stress at all? Oh, that's an interesting question. My gut says yes. Um, I wish there was some data to show that, mm. but I... Uh, but I know that, you know, my husband, when, when we started the business and he, we realized how much we had to invest, he said to me like, Mel, does it work? (laughs) 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 He was having a bit of a panic. And I said to him, if nothing else, the nutrients, if you're, most of us aren't having those nutrients every day, the nutrient, you know, if we put aside the cycling Mm. of the seeds, if we put aside, you know, all the hormone side of things. Those, if you're having those nutrients on a regular that the seeds have on a regular basis, you are gonna feel better. You yeah. are going. It's going. You know, it, you are going to feel better, and that's gonna have a flow-on effect. Um, you know, we know that when we when we're when we are depleted in certain nutrients, then that also can cause a spike in cortisol. So mm. yeah, I um I wish I had a better answer for you, but my gut says yes. And I'm gonna do some research to see what I can find with that link. Because <laughs> I think that that's that's really cool to be able to link it to um to stress. <laughs> you said before um that you can create meal plans. So when a client comes to um to do seed cycling, do you also give them a meal plan? as well to like help them boost fertility or do you just kind of focus on the seeds 
Yeah, so with the seed cycle now, actually, I've just created a cyclical cookbook. Um, and so because there are certain um, certain foods that you can eat in each phase of your cycle to support that phase. Um, and so what I've done in the cookbook is I have color-coded it. So for each phase of your menstrual cycle, so your menstrual phase, um, your follicular phase, ovulation, and your luteal phase, I've included different recipes. Um, and so, yeah, I would really encourage um, people to go check that out. My, I'm also never want anyone to say that they stopped seed cycling because it was boring <laughs> because there are so many amazing ways that you can include these seeds in your diet. Um, so, yeah, I'm always in, on our Instagram as well. I'm always finding like new ways that you can you can seed cycle and whether it's yeah creating like a breakfast bowl or bliss balls or um, toast toppers um, we're always trying to yeah create whole food options uh, throughout the podcast you've kind of mentioned that they're used a lot in the mornings like they're toast toppers they're this they're, mm. is there a certain time of day that you do seed cycling is it always in the morning or can you do it at night how does that work yeah you can do it anytime I think the morning works well for so many people because it's that routine yeah. um, but absolutely you can add it to your salad at lunch we have um, the bake mixes as well so you know you could have like a piece of um, the brownie uh, with some yogurt and some berries for your dessert like how amazing is that so you can have it at any time one thing with seed cycling is that consistency is key and it's not a quick Mm. fix it's something that you're doing over you know three to six months yes within the first month people tell us that they're feeling great but really especially for some of those um PMS symptoms and irregular cycles, heavy periods, it's going to take a couple months. So it's really that doing that consistently, having that seed cycle routine that's going to get you those benefits. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the pod today. We'll put links to Seed Cycle, your Instagram page, website, Facebook in the show notes below. Like this podcast, please give us a five-star review and share it with someone who you think would benefit from it. We want to help as many people as possible live healthier lives. This podcast is general in nature. We aren't doctors or health practitioners. But if this podcast has prompted something for you, we really encourage you to make an appointment with your health practitioner and get advice that is tailored to you. This podcast is recorded on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples.